stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So as a result of a landmark Supreme Court decision, the criminal prohibition on assisted suicide was struck down and medically assisted, uh, medically assisted die or medical assistance in die, M-A-I-D, uh, is legal in Canada. And it's available as an option uh, to people who believe that that's the way they want to go, that they want to, to end their suffering and die on their own terms. Obviously, there are still strong moral beliefs about all of this on both sides uh, of the debate, and, and that's fine. But when it comes to the public health care system, where do we draw the line? There's a case out of Edmonton that's uh, getting a lot of attention this week. Uh, here's a story from Canadian Press. Alberta's health minister says it's unacceptable that a, termini- a terminally ill patient at a Catholic care center was wheeled off the property near a busy street to have an assessment for doctor-assisted death. Sarah Hoffman says Covenant Health has assured her that the heartbreaking case is an isolated one and steps have been taken to prevent it from happening again. Doreen Nowicki, suffering from ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease when she was admitted last year to the Edmonton General Continuing Care Center run by Covenant Health. Terry Nowicki says his wife wasn't Catholic, but his family was unable to find the 66-year-old bed at another hospital. He says an exception had been made for the assessment to be done in her room, but it was canceled an hour before, so she had to be taken outside to answer a doctor's question near a busy road with people walking by. Now, again, I mean, Covenant Health obviously has a moral position on assisted dying. And my understanding is that nobody who morally objects to this would be forced to do something that goes against their beliefs. This is about a patient in a public hospital looking to get a medical assessment. And that someone else was coming to do it, but that they wouldn't even allow it to be done on their own property. Now, uh, we'd reached out to the health minister to talk more about this. Uh, She was unavailable. This is the statement we received. The treatment that this patient received, as they made one of the most difficult decisions, is completely unacceptable. Every patient in Alberta deserves the same level of dignified and compassionate care, no matter what kind of health care facility they visit. While Covenant Health has assured me they have taken steps to prevent a similar case from occurring in the future, and that they aren't aware of any similar cases since this heartbreaking situation, I share this family's commitment to ensuring no one else has to go through something like this. That's why I'm encouraging any Albertan with feedback on a family member's experience with medical assistance and dying services in Alberta to reach out to my office. I'm also willing to meet with this family to talk about their experience. All right, well, joining us uh, for some thoughts uh, on this case, very pleased to welcome the program, Ubaka Ogbogu, Assistant Professor of Law, also Assistant Professor of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Science at the University of Alberta, member of the Faculty's Health Law Institute. Ubaka, thank you for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Hello, Rob. Thank you for having me on. So what do you make of this case? Well, I... Let me start with the uh, minister's uh, statement. I, I think it's uh, a bit underwhelming, to be honest, and, and perhaps, you know, with all due respect, uh, somewhat disingenuous. Uh, the, the issue here is that Covenant Health still has this policy on the books. Uh, and the policy, as it stands now, basically says uh, it's up to us to decide when we're going to allow the assessment to be done on site. And we will only make an exception. Essentially, to paraphrase, if moving you will kill you. And I, I think to say that uh, the ministry has been assured that this won't happen again 
when that kind of policy is on the books, is not very reassuring. I think it will surely happen again. And uh, even if it does not happen again, I think it's one incident too much. Uh, what should happen is that the policy needs to be struck from the books. Uh, as you've rightly noted, this is uh, a perfectly legal healthcare service, uh, and it should be provided uh, in a facility that receives public funds to provide such services. But we're not even talking here about providing MAID. One can say, okay, fine, maybe Covenant Health can maintain an objection as an institution to providing MAID. I have some issues with that, which I'm happy to talk about. But we're talking about a healthcare assessment. That assessment might reveal that a patient does not, in fact, qualify for MAID. I sort of compare it to you going to a physician and saying, or someone going to a physician and saying, oh, I'm pregnant. And the physician saying, I think you might get an abortion, so I'm not going to see you. I'm not going to assess you. I don't think Covenant Health, even as a private institution receiving no public money, can deny a patient a healthcare assessment. They have an obligation, so long as they're taking a patient, to provide safe, compassionate, and appropriate care. And I think drawing the line at not even allowing an assessment on site is going too far. Who would do the assessment? It should be done by non-objecting Covenant Health staff. I don't even think it should be done by AHS staff. These are patients in Covenant Health facilities. They are patients who, uh, you know, are in a very precarious healthcare situation. They are being cared for by persons that are used to. They shouldn't have a stranger show up and assume care on a basis that doesn't make much sense. They should be able to deal with healthcare providers that are used to who don't object to providing the service within Covenant Health facilities. Again, uh, it, this is being provided with you know, public funds, the public healthcare service yeah. that is uh, uh, perfectly legal. And all the patients are asking for in this situation is to be assessed for a perfectly legal healthcare service. I, I just don't think that this is a matter that should be um, passed on to, to AHS. I think this is Covenant Health's responsibility. If you're taking the patient, you should provide an assessment for whether they need healthcare services. That assessment may reveal things like whether the patient needs, uh, you know, other healthcare services or palliative care or something else. And I think it's a, a gross abandonment of their responsibility for Covenant Health to not allow their, their staff who don't object to this to do the assessment. Right. And, and even if people would agree with or defend the policy, this seemed to be, seems to have been handled terribly because initially, as I understand, they, they had agreed to allow uh, an outside assessor to come in uh, because of, of the poor health of, of Ms. Nowicki. They changed their mind at the last moment. So after saying, yes, somebody can come in and provide this assessment, they suddenly changed their mind and said no and then forced this, this woman who was very seriously ill to go outside onto Jasper Avenue in Edmonton, uh, a very busy downtown street. And she was, was too distraught after all of that to, to even undergo the assessment. So, but, right, I mean, they, they shouldn't have done it this way. Yeah, I agree completely. And that's another element of the policy. And that element still remains on the books. And that is the fact that it is too discretion-based. Too, too discretion Essentially, they say we, we maintain a right to make a decision one way or the other on a case-by-case -case basis. 
this provides no certainty to patients on how they're going to be treated. We also don't have a good indication of who makes these decisions and on what basis they make these decisions. Uh, the only thing we know is that they will consider your case and make an exception if, as I said before, essentially moving you will cause you great harm. And I think whenever you don't provide patients with certainty as to the healthcare they're going to receive, you have a problem. And the province certainly should not be supporting a healthcare service that has been provided by an organization that does not provide patients with some certainty as to what kind of healthcare they will receive. It was a, a very unfortunate situation that should never have happened. Uh, and we need to get some clarity on this going forward. Indeed. So, but, but you suggest that, that in, it shouldn't just be that they allow somebody else to come in and, and do one of these assessments. You're suggesting the Covenant staff themselves should be prepared to do the assessments. Exactly. Uh, because I'm sure there are uh, staff who work for Covenant Health who don't have an objection to providing this service. And that's important. It's important because this will be uh, healthcare providers who may are part of the treating team and part of the care team for the patients. And I think the best kind of person to provide uh, health care will be the person that you're already used to, not someone coming in uh, who would then have to sort of learn your situation maybe from a chart and have to have a conversation with you, someone you're not used to. I, I think there's no compassion whatsoever in this policy. And, and even if one maintains that Covenant Health can express an objection, as I said before, the, the, that's not settled, that they can actually have an institutional objection to this. But even if they can, and even if one accepts that they can maybe maintain that objection while receiving public funds to do what they do, let's even say for the sake of argument that that's true, I don't think that it's okay for them to not approach this with any compromise whatsoever and to not have any compassion in the circumstances. I don't see anything wrong with Covenant Health staff who don't object to this service providing an assessment for a patient uh, who they're familiar with already. I, I think that's the best way to go about this. Uh, and I don't really see any arguments against it other than just uh, sticking to one's guns about something that's actually wrong-headed in the first place. When it comes to actually providing medically-assisted death, which obviously Covenant Health objects to, under those circumstances where, where they say we're, we're not going to be the ones providing it, if, if someone else can provide that, is, is that reasonable? I don't think it's really a question of reasonable or not reasonable. As I said, with these policies, I, 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 let me be clear that I, I agree that they can maintain an objection. Uh, again, I, I'm not sure if that objection can exist at, a, at an institutional level, but let's even say that that's the case. These objections are always framed, at least in the context of, our, of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and our Constitution, it's always framed as about reasonable, uh, about about being able to express the right while recognizing that there are reasonable limits on those rights. And I think the question is where do we draw the line? What's reasonable in the circumstances? Uh, and to me, uh, what would be reasonable will be to allow persons who don't object uh, to provide the service because they've taken on the patient in the first place. Uh, there are too many things that happen when you try to move a patient in these circumstances. It, it is not always the best situation. We, we, we're now seeing stats from MAID being provided uh, to patients, and we know that many patients receive uh, this service in a healthcare setting, in a hospital. So I, I think by default, trying to move them to a different place against their wishes is, is something that's untenable and not something that conforms with uh, providing safe and compassionate care to the patient. And I think Covenant Health needs to compromise somewhat and 
perhaps the place to draw that line is to say we can allow people who don't object to providing the service to provide a service or at least facilitate right. uh, circumstances it, it, so that the province can step in, uh, AHS can step in and be able to provide a service to the patient in, without any kind of interference from Covenant Health. So individuals can object, individual physicians or staffers, that, right. that, that they're not being forced to do anything against their own beliefs, personally. They, they're not. Right. And in fact, we have uh, a little bit of clarity on that. Uh, there was a, a court case in Ontario where um, some physicians, uh, some physician groups and some uh, physicians uh, objected to a policy by the College of Physicians and Physicians of Ontario, which uh, was... was uh, made it mandatory for them to refer the patient if they, if they were not going to provide a service. And the court said, uh, the policy is a, good, is a good one. You cannot be forced as an individual to provide a service, but it is reasonable and in conformity with our Charter of Rights and Freedoms to ask that you refer the patient to somewhere where they can receive safe and appropriate care. I think what we need to keep in mind here is that if no one is going to force you to go against your beliefs, but you also have to understand that you're a healthcare provider and that what you're doing is transferring care in, a, in circumstances that do not present undue hardship to the patient. What happened in this case is that Covenant Health has presented uh, this uh, patient with a situation that posed serious and undue hardship to the patient, and that should not be allowed to stand by the province. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. Ubaka, we got to leave it there. Really appreciate the insight, and thanks so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having me on. All right, take care. Uh, that is uh, Ubaka Ogbogo. He's a professor at the University of Alberta, member of the Health Law Institute of the U of A, also sits on the Canadian uh, uh, the Council of Canadian Academies, their expert panel on medical assistance in dying. That again, whatever you think about medically assisted dying, this was handled terribly. What ended up happening, by the way, with this woman, she did end up getting transferred to a different facility. And, and did eventually seek out the option of medically assisted dying. But the way she was treated here, that doesn't seem right. doesn't seem right. So as, as Ubanka says, you're not going to force anybody to do something against their own beliefs. In this instance, it's simply allowing an assessment to be provided. It wasn't even Covenant Health staff that were going to provide the assessment. This was a patient under their care. Somebody from outside was going to come in, not to put her to death, but to simply do an assessment. And they forced her out onto a busy street. Really unfortunate. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.